My name is Michael Crosa, and I'm recording live at the 2023 National Forum to Advance Rural Education, taking place in beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee. Support for this recording comes from Study.com. NREA members and their students can receive 30% off the first three months of any Study.com subscription with coupon code NREA. Now, let's check in to see who's at the conference. All right. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm sitting here with Dr. Melissa Sadorf. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And it's finally, we finally connected. Finally meet. Yes, we we work together on the Rural Scoop podcast. Do you want to talk about um, your podcast? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it is a collaboration with the Arizona Rural Schools Association. And um, what we do is we highlight what's going on in rural education across Arizona and have expanded that through... Uh, just getting out there to different states, and it's been an exciting journey just to highlight what's going on in rural schools. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, I, I know just as as of somebody who's been working on your show, it's been great to just hear a lot of that stuff, and it's it's really cool to hear the themes that come up. And I think even just in some of the recordings here, like one of the big things about rural schools really being the center of a community. Mm, is, they are the hub. Yeah, yeah, that's a theme that really comes up a lot. Yeah. So. Um, what are some of the things that you've um, done so far at the conference today? Ooh, well, I started out with um, getting a chance to hear Joe Sanfilippo, which he's amazing. Yes, he was a yeah. very good keynote, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, I just got done doing a breakout. So I was presenting on uh, rural leadership and uh, solutions to some pretty hairy problems that rural leaders are dealing with right now. So I've got a book coming out in March called The Resilient Rural Leader. Okay. And so I was able to pull some of the themes from my book and get a chance to talk to some rural leaders and actually um, get some solutions from them that I didn't even think about, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Always good to to learn from others and look forward to getting that book. Yeah. Talking about rural leadership, can you talk about kind of your pathway into rural mm, leadership? Yeah, yourself? sure. Yeah. Um, well, I started out as a rural teacher, and I never had intended to go into leadership. And um, got the bug and the tap on the shoulder from a principal of mine who said, you know, you might want to think about it. So um, I did, and I'm glad I did. I was able to be an assistant principal, principal, and now I'm a superintendent of a rural district in Arizona. And uh, it's small single site, one school in the district with 450 kids. And uh, we serve 600 square miles. And it's actually been a great journey. This is my 13th year there. All right. And my last year there because I'm retiring at the end of this year. Congratulations. That's huge. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So doing some succession planning, the current principal is actually uh, looking to take on the role. And I'm uh, getting an opportunity to work with her and uh, make sure that she's prepared starting July 1. Yeah. So. Wow. That's so cool. So over that um, that 13 years, I mean, I'm sure there have been surprises and learning moments <laughs> and bumps along the road. Just a few. <laughs> have there been any in particular that really stand out as stories that, um, yeah, that stick with you? Um, well, there. you know what? Um, I, I wouldn't say one particular story, but I, I think a theme, and that is that the Stanfield community is really invested in their students and they want to make sure that they're succeeding. Um, They're engaged in ensuring that teachers are welcomed into the community because most of our teachers don't live in Stanfield. Mm. Um, I don't live in Stanfield. I drive from Tucson, 85 miles one way. Wow. Um, So it's quite a commute and we have a lot of teachers that do the same thing. Um, 
So they're, they welcome with open arms and they make sure that uh, they get engaged with what's going on. So um, I, I wouldn't say that is a one-time thing. That's an sure, all-the-time sure. thing. And um, it's a good community to be a part of. Yeah. I'm glad to have had the opportunity. Nice. So if you had a, a chance at a magic wand, Ooh. you could <laughs> do something to help. It doesn't have to be like the perfect solution for everything, but, but just something to help out rural mm-hmm. schools, rural students. What would that be? Um, you know, I, I would just say opportunities to elevate rural voice mm-hmm. uh, in all platforms, um, whether it's advocacy work or it's out in the community or it's looking at assets and collaborating with partners that are potentially in your rural area, but just getting the word out that rural students have uh, just as much right to a good, solid education as students anywhere. Yeah. Um, and ensuring that not only are they being seen, but that uh, policymakers and influencers are aware that urban solutions are not rural solutions. Um, there are sometimes latent consequences. And so when you look through an urban-centric lens, you often uh, overlook mm rural communities and rural students and their needs. So elevating that rural voice and ensuring that people understand that um, rural is not a monolith and context matters. Um, And we need to make sure that our students have opportunities just like any others. Nice. So, okay, so the magic wand question, they they always ask that in the rural voice. That's their standard question. So on the rural scoop, your question that you ask everybody is, what does rural advantage mean What's to the you? Rural advantage? So now I'm going to ask you, what is that? Oh, what? <laughs> you're giving me a taste of my own medicine. I, exactly. <laughs> so what, what does the rural advantage mean to you? You know, it's just what I talked about with Stanfield. It's the rural community really relies on its school to be the hub. It's the heart of a rural community. And so the rural advantage is getting an opportunity to know your students, get to know their families, um, ensuring that you can engage the community through, uh, whether it's events or it's different kinds of outreach, having that sense of family, it really is a rural advantage. Knowing that um, you've got generations of uh, families that have been engaged in the school in different uh, ways, whether they've been students or parents or community members that have served on governing board uh, seats. It really is, um, I, I think, that rural advantage, the community. It. Yeah. Well, cool. Dr. Sadoff, if we want to keep in touch with you and stay up to date with what you're doing, all right. where can we find you? So uh, you can find me on Twitter now, X at uh, Dr. Underscore Sadorf. Or um, my school email for the next seven months, which is m uh, <laughs> msaydorf at roadroaders24.net or my personal email, which is msaydorf at gmail.com. Awesome. And of course, we encourage people to find the Rural Scoop podcast. I hope they do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. The Rural Voice is the official podcast of the National Rural Education Association. This episode was created with help from Chattanooga Podcast Studios. The views represented are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect that of either organization. This episode of The Rural Voice was brought to you by Study.com. NREA members and their students can receive 30% off their first three months with coupon code NREA. The 2024 National Forum to Advance Rural Education will be held in Savannah, Georgia. We can't wait to see you there. This is Michael Krosa signing off until the next episode of The Rural Voice.